1998, a radio producer was allowed to record in a Manitoba correctional facility. These are the stories of the women inside. Uh, come on now. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the worst part about being in the shoe is I ain't got my jams. I don't give a fuck about no TV, but my music, that's what keeps me going. I got all them tapes, like Key Sweat, that's my boy right there. I like put him on in the evening when the cell block's out dark. And you know, I need a little me time. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Then in the mornings... I like to listen to Alana's Morissette, you know, give me that energy to get through today. Oh, and then when I just like want to relax and chill out, that's when I put on Enya. And that bitch got a voice, make you feeling like you flying over the ocean or something like that. Magical. Do you listen to any new music? Don't judge. All them singers was new when I got lucked up. I mean, see, that's the thing about doing time, right? When you get in here, it's like... Everything stops. You know, whatever you was watching or listening to when you got locked up, man, that shit just locked in place. The world keeps spinning, but you just stuck in the motherfucking past. I mean, the other day, you asked me about if I was worried about going crazy or something like that. I mean, the truth is, is that, you know, most lifers in here, after they've been locked up for like 10, 20 years, man... Them motherfuckers go crazy. I mean, that's why that D-block got them motherfucking wooden doors on their houses. It's not because they want to give folks privacy. It's because they want to be able to shut the door when you start screaming and hollering about some bullshit. That's what happened to Goldtooth Mama. You know, me and Goldtooth go way back. Shit, that bitch the only real gangster up in this motherfucker. You know the RBC, Royal Bank of Canada? Well, one morning... They straight marched in that motherfucker and took all them loonies. Loonies? Yeah, yeah. Loonies is how you say money in Canada, man. Come on. So everybody knows that the trick to, like, pulling off a robbery is you got to sit on the cash for a while, man. You know, you can't go out buying yourself a Cadillac or whatever. But uh, the thing is, is that the mama couldn't be doing that. Because, you see, Gold Tooth loved them chains. Love to have that ice, you know? One day I asked, like, well, why didn't you just rob a jewelry store then? You know what the mama says? Chartreuse. It ain't about having the bling. It's about being able to walk into the jewelry store, throw that cash down on the counter, and looking at that little motherfucking man in his face and being like, give me the Cartier, bitch. So, you know, by the time I got here, like, gold tooth mama had the whole yard stitched up. They were straight running the D-block, you know what I'm saying? Everybody had to pay tribute and all that. But then, a couple of years ago, all that changed. Gold tooth stopped leaving the cell, stopped taking showers, and I was like, damn. I mean, sometimes when I go past gold tooth cell, I could hear, like, mumbling, like they was talking to themselves, you know what I'm saying? I guess what had happened was that 
all the gold teeth in Gold Tooth Mama's mouth was picking up like government radio signals and shit. I mean, imagine that, man. You got like messages coming through your mouth, you know, through your teeth. So Mama was convinced that the government was controlling the whole population through binary code. You know, straight up controlling folks. I mean, imagine that shit for a minute. That's crazy as hell. But you know, that's one of the reasons I started the rap battle. I knew the only way to stop people from going cray cray up in this bitch and get back into the world was to give them a way to communicate. Did I have anything doing with Chartreuse ending up in the shoe? Uh, short answer, no. Yeah. Look, it's not my fault that she wandered into the wrong loo. I mean, if you think about it, it really comes down to, like, respecting one's education. She's been down for seven years. Has she taken a class? Has she tried to better herself? No, right? Two years, I'm in here. Right, I've got me college, yeah? But chartreuse, you know, she can't be bothered, right? Don't want to educate yourself. Why not? Well, I don't know. But I think she could stand to do a little bit of learning. <laughs> hey, Cuttles, do you mind? I'm trying to do the interview. I'm just getting things ready so we can move into the D-building tomorrow. If anyone did chartreuse wrong, it was Cuttles. She spent the last year growing those chilies in the greenhouse behind the kitchen. So everyone likes to act like, oh yeah, Cuttles, she's so sweet or whatever. But, you know, the truth is, Cuttles is methodical, right? She's been planning on how to steal that flat for months. All I did was ask the staff if we could grow chilies in the nursery. Yeah, right. No, I think you did a lot more than that, love. Yeah, and when she says staff, she means old Mitchell, who works in janitorial. Yeah, she went to go see him, but, you know, first she had to tighten up her T-shirt, yeah, so her tartars were level with his mug. You know, hoisted her naughty pillows high enough to take out an eye. When she strutted in, the man was doomed. He just started blustering, like, Hey, Cuddles, yeah, anything for you, love. Hey, sure, Cuddles, no problem. Yeah, would you like to stick something up me ass? Yeah, no, no problem here. Next thing you know, right... He's smuggling all kinds of peppers in. Anything you can think of, yeah? Scotch bonnets, jalapenos, sirachas, you name it, he smuggled it. That's funny. Sriracha's actually a type of chilli sauce. Yeah, right. Well, of course you're going to make light of it, yeah? But don't be lured into a web, mate. Let me tell you, she's diabolical. Yeah, she'll flirt with you one day and then go straight to Kevin in janitorial the next, chatting him up. Oh, yeah, yeah, Kevin, what can I do for you? What can you do for me, Kevin? That's the real question. His name's Trevor. Kevin, Mitchell, Trevor. It's difficult to keep up with them, there's so many. Babe, I was just talking with them to get you things. You didn't mind when I got you that bathrobe. Yeah, bathrobe was nice. Had Hilton stitched out on it, so you know it's fancy. See, now she doesn't mind. That's one for the jugular, because she knows, she knows how I love me, Bass, you know. If I could get one thing here, 
it'd be a good long soak, yeah? Like a little splishy splashy, yeah, that's all I'm asking for. But, you know, the reality is a lukewarm shower with a bunch of birds standing around you. Fucking hell. How long will I be in the shoe? That all depends. Right now, they're deciding if they want to bring me up on charges. But, I mean, they probably haven't peeped my paperwork. When they see that I'm a lifer, I mean, they ain't going to take me to court and waste all that time. I mean, once they see that shit, I'll be back in the yard in two days. Show time. I'll probably be stuck eating these bologna sandwiches for another day or two. I mean, the worst part is that the only thing that they give you to drink is a carton of milk. I mean, come on, man. That's inhumane. Have you read this carton? Look, this just been pasteurized, homogenized. I mean, who knows how they make it 2%? How you gonna make it 2%? I mean, it's like they they uh, hook, hook the milk up to this machine and suck the soul out. You know, I'm like a, a political prisoner up in here. I led the fight against the industrial lactose complex, man. I th- thought you were in here for kidnapping. Nah, man. I didn't do anything like that. You reading my paperwork wrong. Now, I'm going I'm to I'm let you know. I'm going to set the record straight, right? So, I used to be an au pair. You know, like, that's a fancy French word for uh, babysitter. And so, as I'm watching these kids and they're crying, all of a sudden my titties start leaking. Every time I hear the sound of the crying baby, my titties just start juicing. You know what I'm saying? So I go to the hospital, right? And I say to the doctor, hey, my breast is like leaking this breast milks. And the doctor's like, well, basically you need to pump. And I'm like, pump? What you talking about? Like, you ain't got no medicine or no surgery you can do to fix my titties? And he's like, nope. So anyways, I go, I get a pump, and I'm in the park one day, and the kids is crying on the playground, and sure enough, my titties start juicing. So I get my pump out, right? And I'm sitting there on a park bench, just juicing my titties. And this muscle man comes up, like a real muscly muscle man. And he's like, hey, girl. And I'm like, why are you trying to holler at me? Can't you see my, I'm here pumping my titties? And he's like, you know, breast milk is good for weightlifters. You know, it's like a natural, uh, like, supplement. And I'm like, so? Quit looking at me pumping my titties, you pervert muscle man. And he's like, I'll give you $20 for the bottle. And I'm like, shit. All right, then. So, I start to thinking. Well, if I could get some other bitches to make some titty milk, then we could really make some money. You know what I'm saying? So I go down one day to like a soccer practice at the school. And there's all these soccer moms around there. And I'm like, hey, I bet you want to make some extra money. Why don't you pump your breast milks and I give you $10 a bottle? I mean, at first, you know, they thought I was crazy. But then, you know, they see that I'm paying for that breast milk. 
And so they start pumping for me, right? And let me tell you something. We was offering different kinds of flavors, too. You know, we had, like, a, a French-Canadian kind of breast milk, you know, for them fancy folks. We had the Saskatchewan breast milks. You know, that Saskatchewan got a thick cream head on top. Real nice if you want to put it in your in your coffee or your smoothie. We had that Punjab breast milk that got that spicy curry flavor to it. You know what I'm saying? You add it to a soup and it just make that shit live, girl. So we was doing real nice. You know what I'm saying? But the problem is, is that once you start making money and you successful, all of a sudden they start coming for your ass. You know what I'm saying? So the government set up with like wiretaps and all that shit. And they put one bitch into the circle that was like a spy. You know what I'm saying? And she was collecting information on all of us. So one day, Tiffany, who was like the leader of the soccer mom, say, I don't trust that bitch. You know, I think she's a spy. You know, she ain't got no kids that play soccer. She got them perky ass titties. I ain't never seen that bitch lactate one time. So these soccer moms decide to take the spy down into the basement. You know what I'm saying? And you know that soccer mom life make you go crazy. You know, you cutting oranges all day, taking little kids around in minivans to the gymnastics, soccer, all that shit. Needless to say, that spy, that informant, she never made it out the basement. Before long, we all got arrested. And who do you think ended up taking all the blame? Me. That's who. They said uh, I was the milk ringleader. Can you believe that shit? I mean, it was true that I've been selling guys golden liquid, but uh, I didn't have nothing to do with that other shit. You want to buy my bologna? Look at all them ladies. Looks like we'll be having a proper rap battle. Oi, Mozzie's is out tonight. Cattles, hand me the spray. What? The mosquito repellent cattles. Sorry, I completely forgot. Ah, oh, fucking hell, cattles. You know these little mingers love me blood. Especially at night. They never touch me. Yeah, well, you know, like, I'm a foreigner. Like a delicacy. They sniff you... And they're like, oh, yeah, what's that? Like a cheeseburger. But they sniff Miss Minge and they're like, oh, that's savoury. Different. Haven't smelled that one before. I'd like to get me a taste of that filet mignon. Isn't filet French? What's that? You say my blood isn't good enough. Frenchy blood is better than me royal English blood. I never knew you were such a racist, Cuttles. I just think instead of steak, you might say fish and chips. Oh, Fish and chips, you fucking cunt. So according to Cuttles, my blood has to smell like bangers and mash. My blood has to stink like jellies and kippers, eh? Sorry. Next time we go out, I'll be sure to bring the mosquito spray. Yeah, my granddad was a Frenchie. Still loved his bacon sandwiches with HP sauce, though. How y'all doing tonight? I'm Miss Mabel, your host. You're the master of ceremony. And welcome to the fourth 
annual epic rock battle. Let's meet our first two contestants. Give it up for Chop Susie and the Gold Tooth Mama. They'll each have 30 seconds to riddle us with rhymes. Since we ain't got a coin to toss, we're going to do this alphabetically. Gold Tooth Mama, you're up first. Zero, zero, one. One. Zero. Zero, one, zero, zero, one, zero, one, one, zero. One. Zero. I think I, uh, I'm, I think, I think I'm having a heart attack. Is she taking the piss? It looks like she's overdosing. Help, help me. Everybody step back. Give her some air. What are you on? What substance did you take? Tuna. Is this for real? She's going tits up in the middle of the rap battle? Fucking hell. Wesson five shoot. Look, you're not the only one that this happened to last night, all right? And he's been following me for the last day and a half. I'm not gonna wait for the cops. I'm gonna take this gun. I'm gonna hunt him down. Flies in the jar. Deep Drag presents Flies in the Jar. An all-new radio drama in 17 episodes. Listen for free on your favorite podcast platform or over on our website at deepdrag.com. <laughs>